Stephen Ryan, how are you doing? Adam, how are you? I'm grand, I can't complain. God, my voice has gone very... <coughs> yeah, no, I... I, I yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm good. How, how was your Tuesday it is now? Gone very into mindfulness with regards to my eating. Okay, what does that mean? Means that I'm putting a lot of effort into what I'm cooking and the food that I'm eating. And as such, I'm sort of thinking about it. As you're eating it? No, not just as I'm eating it, but as I'm cooking it, I'm you know, the whole process, I'm thinking okay. about an awful lot more. So what are you cooking and what are you thinking? I think because of the Italians mad at food, I've been very kind of on the Italian. I'm t- it's, it's exactly where I got that motivation to make it all ragu. Uh, they really put the, the thought into you. Well, that's it. Um, so I made my own pasta from scratch. Did you fuck? I did, yeah. How'd that go? It was okay. It wasn't great, but I've more made and I think it's better. The my, You know, the first batch I made was, it just was a bit tough, maybe. Yeah. But I kind of, you know, I, I got better technique as I went along and I was a lot more pleased with the second round. Well, how did you do it? You, you got egg and... Egg and zero zero flour, um, which is the flour that you kind of need to use and you mix them all in and that gives you your base put a little bit of olive oil on it and put it through the pasta making machine I well, got a pasta, pasta making ma- machine. Make machine you have so many gadgets well I bought it because I wanted to try this so I'm, I went right I'll do that and it worked well it did but like I said I haven't tried the second batch even though I think it'll be better and what did you make it with like what did you put with it well, the first batch I put with it um, clams and tomato and basil sauce. Okay. Did you make the sauce? I didn't, but I have the makings of tomato sauce here now. Right. So for the second batch, I might make my own sauce. It's mad that you went to the effort of making your own pasta and you didn't make your own sauce. Like I, I would, I, I, I've always wanted to make pasta. It just seemed like such a huge effort. Whereas I give a belt at making the sauce no bother. Yeah, what it was, was I was focusing on the pasta. And I think if I was putting my own sauce and my own pasta, I wouldn't be probably, you know, I'd be trying to measure it. And I could could end up with um, a shite sauce, maybe. And then kind of not sure about whether I made the pasta right or wrong. Whereas I felt if I had the sauce, at least I'd. I could focus on the the pasta and see what the pasta was like. Right, and you were happy with it? I was reasonably happy with it, but like I said, it was a bit tough. I'm hoping the second batch will be better. Did you have anyone with you to try it? No, I just had it on my own. Okay, so there's no one who could go, well, Stephen, that was a good attempt. That's insane that uh, the Italian's man at food motivated you to do more cooking. Isn't it nuts how an entire nation just bitching can really motivate you yeah i mean i'm also looking at picture more pictures of food and stuff because i added it on facebook so i'm i'm just in that mindset i also then like i 
it's not just been me making pasta that hasn't been the end of it i've had yesterday i made lamb shanks in red wine jus that sounds like very rich food for a fellow who's trying to get fit yeah well i mean there's something to it in the i think the mindfulness um <laughs> side of things because i'm creating it from scratch i'm not eating i'm not snacking as much because i'm focused on this meal yeah but you're not meditating the fat off your arse I don't know. <laughs> like that's I I applaud that you're putting more effort into what you're cooking and that you're getting joy out of cooking it. But the health benefit uh, outside of the mind might not be what you're thinking it is, even if it is cooked from scratch. Um, I do think though, I like I'm not eating as much at all because yeah. I'm eating. You know, I I'm putting my effort into this and I'm kind of waiting for this. You're looking uh, forward to it, yeah. Yeah. Another evening I had prawns with a glass of white wine. Prawns on their own? You just kind of did them in oil? Did them in oil in the shell. I did them in in butter and... Fucking hell. Butter with chilli. Do you know, when people ask me how... We're getting on with this, especially how you're doing because of the first series. Instead, instead of listening to the podcast, they'll ask me how you're doing. And I'll say, yeah, he's gone off making his own butter. <laughs> yeah. And invariably they're like, oh, that, yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, that's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted that you're making your own sauces and you're uh, cooking prawns in a traditional way. And not only that, you're using the butter you've made yourself. But fuck me, you're really not making weight loss easier for yourself, bud. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm quite... um, But I do think there's something to it. I do think I'm eating less because I'm not eating easy. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I, I can appreciate that. And I know when I... If I'm going cooking something substantial that I'm excited about I I won't snack during the day I mean I don't really snack too much anyway hmm. uh, but I'll definitely cut down on the shite because it's that thing of you know your mammy used to tell you don't spoil your dinner that's that's exactly it I, I think I'm I think it's quite a good policy because I have this good meal and it it means I'm not I didn't have a breakfast this morning well that's not so great I did have a piece of sourdough bread with salmon on it for my lunch. And then I had my dinner this evening, which today was a pork chop and a bit of potato. Doesn't sound too healthy before that. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's dieting and there's, you know, depriving yourself. Well, it wasn't. I didn't feel like I was depriving myself. It just was that I didn't really think about food until lunchtime. Then I had my my piece of salmon on bread and then this evening at around six o'clock i had my dinner you know i after my lunch i prepared the dinner and had it in the slow cooker so i cooked the pork chops in the slow cooker and uh they were ready to go then around six o'clock so Stephen, to bring up an old favorite salmon on sourdough mm. there's lots of pizza made of sourdough in fact the finest pizza 
is generally sourdough. I mean, what you've had there is kind of just salmon pizza. No, it's salmon on sourdough. Yeah. I mean, you put a bit of cheese on that. But I didn't. Uh, a bit of sauce and you eat it up and that's the salmon pizza. No. You, Was your lunch I tasty? Mean that, this argument is like saying that, that a ham sandwich is a ham pizza. No, it's not. Well, do, did you enjoy your lunch? I did enjoy my lunch. Well, I reckon you're a closet man. I'm not a closet anything. I'm completely out. <laughs> so have you been supplementing that with any actual getting up and moving your hole? No, not really. Largely because of work at the minute. Hectic. Yeah, I haven't really been able to even, you know, last week now I was go- going out at, on my lunch break and I was quite pleased with myself. But I'm sitting here from nine to five full on. Uh, I went, I had my dinner and I just lay down after work. Now I'm going to go out and go for a walk this evening because I fortunately did get a small bit of sleep. Yesterday, I did get out for the tiniest of walks. But it's just the workload has been very intensive. And I it'll be intensive tomorrow. And then hopefully it'll be quietening down after that. When's the last time you got out and did a run? I haven't gotten out and done a run. I, I did a good long walk over the weekend, all right. I probably did about 7 or 8k. Now, tomorrow, I am, for the first time, back playing football. I had to do a test online to... Make sure you still remembered what the balls did. To make sure I didn't give everyone COVID. Okay, what was on that? So it's kind of like, you know, don't go breathing on people. If you're coughing, do it yourself if you feel sick there's a room for you to go to and then there's an officer there to make sure everyone's not shaking hands and high-fiving and did you pass the test i did with flying colors a hundred percent i got congratulations then i had to do a kind of a health thing as well a health test and apparently you have to do these before train sign a form so that you're insured and stuff so it's the whole stuff it's kind of like the driver theories for hygiene yeah, exactly. It's real. It sounds like a real pain in the hole, but it means I'm definitely getting out, going running tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm fair play to the old guy putting together that system. I think it it certainly covers their asses for anything they need, and it it probably raises a lot of awareness in people also. Yeah, the only thing is, I think everyone's very aware of the fucking COVID. I was half thinking of going shaking everyone's hand for the hay of it. <laughs> That would actually be decent trolling. I don't think as many people are aware. Like, we're aware of it. But some fucking biddy was two inches away from sneezing on me walking down the street the other day. Um, mm. And I nearly pushed her in front of a bus. I've such a phobia that I'm going to fucking sneeze on someone. You know sometimes a sneeze is coming and you're like, oh shit. There's nothing you can do to stop but it, it yeah. But if you're in public, it's kind of like you're the worst in the world. And there's nothing you can do. What that used to be, uh, at least that's rational. Uh, I suppose what I'm going to say is is a bit rational as well. But the one that she used to really not get away with was farting in public. And I remember one day I was in um, I was in Tesco in Arthur's Key, and I had my headphones in blaring really loud, and I was standing beside this woman in like the aisle going buying sweets, and. I let off what I thought was a completely silent one. 
but there was a break in the music as I was doing it and it was so loud and he was oh, just wow. looking at me like yeah but you know a shame I remember one time talking to somebody and they went they, they obviously needed to fart and they wanted to cover it up with a cough hmm. and mistimed <laughs> and then coughed and subsequently farted <laughs> so they cleared the, they like cleared their throat and brought attention to themselves <laughs> it was such a um, I, I like I had to just walk away I was, I was gone god oh. I, I can't wait to go back to the days where a fart is the the biggest thing we have to worry about in the aisles in Tesco's yeah speaking of going through aisles did you see that video of the young one trying to fill up her car with petrol no it's brilliant and I do want to preface this by saying I don't think it's about um, women drivers at all because I can't drive so I'm sure I would make the exact same mistake but there was this driver going through like a, a gas station as the Americans would call it and she pulled up her car <laughs> but fortunately we're not Americans so we call it the petrol station the petrol station well, it was Americans that made the video so they were talking in it that's where my head's gone anyway she pulled up beside the what do you call the thing where you get the petrol from the pump she got out of the car, got the pump in her hand and realised there was no cap for her to put the, you know, the pump into the car in. So she was looking all confused. And then she went and saw that it was at the other end of the car. It was on the other side. So she drove out, did a circle and drove back in again in the exact same position. <laughs> got out of the car and looked and I was like what's going on so she drove out went a little bit around longer to like the next pump up but did the exact same thing so she's there going why can't I get this thing into my car and someone had to get out and be like look turn around and come back in and eventually after about four goes she managed to get her car to the side of the pump that it needed to be on and it was priceless and i think it's just one of those moments where like I think you I know you fucked it. up but you're panicking so much that you don't know how to fix it oh yeah there's one i saw actually it was again um there was this woman and she was at a petrol pump and she was trying to put the nozzle into the into the um in, into the petrol tank uh and she i wasn't going and mm. in a bit and her, her husband or whatever was there with her and whatever, she started um, in a very sexual way, spitting on the nozzle and kind of rubbing it before putting it in. And you could just see his, see his eyes going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's just, um, it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The, the mistakes people can make, like, especially with this whole new, like, visibility around the term Karen you really um you really get the gold mine of of this this um stupidity that people can have like I saw this one fella telling a story of how he walked into like a Walmart or something and he was wearing a just a shirt and a tie and slacks and this woman came up to him and started getting aggressive going hey where are the you know band-aids or whatever and he says, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know. And she said, well, you know, it's your responsibility to know where they are. Like, why why aren't you helping me? And you're like, well, I 
what, what do you want me to do? She said, get your manager. Where's your manager? And he's like, well, you know, he's probably at home with his wife and kids. And she starts freaking out. And she's given out to, to him for about five minutes before she asks, hold on, you do work here, don't you? <laughs> I don't know what how I feel about that, Karen. I think we've had this conversation before. Yeah, I think it's a bit demeaning that it's like... Like, I completely get why, but... Yeah, at a time when we're trying to, like, not be so uh, reductive when talking about women and rights and stuff, the fact that we've sig- signalled out this arsehole persona to be a woman and have a specific aesthetic is is reductive. But you can't argue that when you say Karen or when you think about that thing, you do get a very specific uh, picture in your head and generally very accurate. Yeah, yeah, you you do, you certainly do, and that's what that's why it catch it caught on. Yeah. So have you been getting your exercise in? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't well over the weekend, so I didn't really do much. But I went out. Hemorrhoids. Went out for a run today for the first time, and I actually pushed myself a good bit. Uh, so I was running. Usually, I'd have the the gaps of well, this is where I stop, and this is where I start again, and I just kind of pushed through a little bit more of them today. Um, mm. because I missed it and I think I did my usual run in maybe 14 15 minutes so I was happy with that because it's like two and a half three k yeah so I was mm. tapping around not like hugely fast or anything but certainly um good progress from where I started and it, it's now that I'm starting to find it's more my chest that's a blocker to me than my legs I suppose you've been a smoker for so long and you do the vaping thing that it probably does have an effect. But it's really good that you're getting this exercise because it probably clears out a lot of that shite. Um, yeah, well, I'm not coughing up anything or anything like that. So like, which generally with cigarettes you would. But um, like I still do get the pain in the legs after a certain distance and, I, and they kind of tell me, look, calm the fuck down. But yeah, it um, I do have to take the, the point where now my first thing to do is more just struggle for a big deep breath and sure anytime you're struggling for a big deep breath your first thing is oh shit i have the covo i know yeah i that's one thing i because i know when i go back playing football i'll be coughing and spluttering for the simple reason that i'm looking for uh you know just i'm clearing out the system a bit mm. um but that's exactly what nobody wants do you know what i hope it gets rid of is this thing with football players blowing snot out their fucking nose? We that was actually in my test. What? <laughs> yeah, it said you're not allowed to blow snot out your nose. Good, because first of all, it's fucking disgusting anyway. And I saw a fella spitting on the street yesterday. The dirty bastard. Um, oh, you want to be a real dirty bastard now to be still spitting? He was a real dirty bastard, and he was wearing a suit. And I say he was a grandfather, and he had his granddaughter with him. And he was holding her hand. And not only did he spit on the street, he spit across her. Which is like, dude, what's your fucking malfunction? Yeah, I get the, the clearing the nostrils thing. Because, I mean, if, if you're struggling for breath and, you know, you just got a build up of vapor in your nostrils. It's like, makes it very hard. But, I mean, do it tactfully. And it wasn't even like a big glob of gob. It was just a little... Oh, here, this, this is what I do. I, I spit. I'm a spitty man. I'm going to yeah, spit yeah. on the floor. And you're like, oh, I was I, like, I was waiting at a, a traffic crossing and I was just fucking staring at him. 
But enough time had passed between me seeing it happen and waiting for the lights to go that I no longer had the confidence to confront him in the middle of the street about it. Well, yeah, I don't know what you'd have achieved other than... Well, it's been a long time since I punched a small girl. <laughs> and this particular small girl that I've been talking about for the last two minutes. Well, it was the, she, he, uh, he had his little granddaughter with him. Oh, uh, yeah. Just so to take it out on her. Yeah, punt her into the canal. <laughs> uh, but, um, yes, that's where I'm at. I'm delighted to be going back playing my bit of football. Yeah, things are things are okay. I'm I, I'm thinking of taking Friday off work. That'd be great. Top of shit. Yeah, I just um, I feel I could do with it. Are you planning to take advantage of our new? Which yeah, I mean, I guess we're running a bit long, but we kind of have to mention we're now in phase three. Mm. So are you yeah. taking advantage of your new phase? Um, I haven't. I haven't gotten. You see, there's not much to do here in Killaloo. It's fair. So I, you know, not not to the extent I might. Have you gone out, gone to a pub, or gone, done anything? No, and I don't really plan to for for a while. Like there's one pub that I'll go to eventually, just because it's it would have been the local before, and I want to go to give them money more than I want to actually sit in a pub. I have no real desire to sit in a pub at the moment. I saw it was it was fucking inevitable to be honest. Uh, someone sent me on a picture of a receipt and they stressed that it wasn't their receipt they just saw it oh, uh, I saw it yeah yeah the, uh, the 31 pints or something 31 pints and one fucking chicken dinner fucking dipshits so yeah. I'm looking to avoid that I reckon we'll have a month of that and then you can go back to normal yeah I was mad yesterday to go and get a pint and actually sit outside with my pint I yeah. liked that but I felt a little awkward because I didn't really want to get a dinner and I didn't want to sit inside and I wouldn't sit outside and eat the dinner because it was too wet and miserable, you know? No, absolutely. And I think going in on your own, you're probably kind of taking a bit of business away from them more than you usually would be going on your, in on your own. The funny thing was, I was probably, it would have been the least damaging customer in terms of COVID because I wanted to A, be outside and B, just have a pint out there. Yeah. But I felt I felt I couldn't because the ruling, you know, I didn't because I just didn't want to be inside. So, uh, they they really need to probably rethink that or readdress it because, I mean, if you have an outside space, you sh- people should be able to just buy their drink and go out into it. I I think the line I'm taking on it is that I don't like. Like if we're still talking about schools not coming back, maybe we said this on a podcast before. But if we're still talking about schools not coming back full time. We certainly haven't thought properly about how businesses are supposed to do it. And I, I'm very wary about going back to a pub. I just hope, to, yeah, I just hope it doesn't bounce back. I saw what happened in Leicester. And that seems like an awful predicament to be in. Leicester's going into lockdown and we are seeing a bit of a rise in cases here. And whatever rise we're seeing now is a product of decisions we made two weeks ago. Which is when fucking Leo's iPhone phase 2 plus came yeah, in. Yeah. So you're reaping the dipshittery you sow. I just I just don't want to be locked down any longer. I'm getting in, I'm getting into the, the swing though of working from home. Only four months late. Yeah, I mean it took me a long time, but I you know I 
I feel like I I am getting there now. You you're getting that Sorry. balance rather than a, a nice phrase I saw on LinkedIn recently, which was uh, "living from work." Yeah, so I I am getting that that bit of balance. Like at five o'clock, I kind of go, "Yeah, well, that's my work day done." Time to close Which one is... Chrome window and open up an incognito one and have some Steven time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And on that note, Adam, I will love you and leave you. Okay. Well, I'm off to the pub. I'll talk to you.